Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I'm your host, Damon Pistolka, and I am very excited for our guest today because I have Allie Went with me today. Mm-hmm. is a professional EOS implementer, and we're going to talk about the entrepreneurial operating system, if people mm-hmm. have heard that before, or EOS, from both sides, because Allie has experienced that being an implementer in their family mm-hmm. business, and now she's helping people doing it in their businesses. Welcome, Allie. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. It's going to be fun. It's going to be mm-hmm. fun. Yes. So, Allie, we, we were talking beforehand, and this is a big week for you. A big week for you. It is. <laughs> The kids are back to school. The kids are back to school. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) I remember those days and it's just like, Mm -hmm. you just want to sit back and just Mm -hmm. look around the house and realize that there's not going to be stuff piling up. Mm -hmm. At least (laughs) by the end of the the summer, I was just like at my wit's end because you're trying to live in both worlds you know, like for three months of like family life and kids and trying to keep work afloat. And it was just like, I can't do this anymore. So. And then they go back to school. They're back. They're happy. They're having so much fun. It's good for everyone. (laughs) Good stuff. Cause they get tired of us as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And each other, like the kids need to separate. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's a good point too. Yeah. Well, Allie, it's great. It's going to be great to talk to you today because you are unique and there's a lot of EOS implementers mm-hmm. and there are a lot of them that have implemented and helped them implement EOS, the entrepreneurial operating system and other companies. Yep. But I don't know how many of them come from a family business mm-hmm. where you implemented the EOS system. Mm-hmm. and rode that, saw that, how that helped that business, and then yeah. went out to do what you're doing. Yeah, yep. It's it's rare, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, I mean, you, let's talk about your family business, and, mm-hmm. well, let's talk about your background in the family business, and then, yeah. then we can work into us and do that, because mm-hmm. it's really, it's, I think it's a good story to let people understand that about you. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, I came from Minnesota, Wisconsin area, actually just moved to Salt Lake um, about a year ago. So um, we've already decided we're not going back to Minnesota. So we love it here. Um, But so the family business was um, back in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we were human services organization. And we served um, adults with mental illness 
chemical dependency and homelessness. And this was, um, this was started by my grandmother. She was actually an alcoholic and went through treatment many times, um, finally became sober and then wanted to give back to the sober community. And so started a halfway home. She actually started it in their home. And so my dad will talk about it and it's fun to hear from him, but he talks about like how he, uh, she would just fill up all the rooms in their home and he would like get kind of moved around to different rooms within the home. And she'd be like, Hey, you got to move. I'm going to fill that room. And so he's like, I eventually found my myself living in the attic (laughs) because she had just filled it all up. And um, anyway, so that's how it all started. And when she passed away, my dad took the company over and um, eventually it was me, my sister, my mom, dad, husband, brother-in-law, cousins, all of us, a bunch of us. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. That's it. That's pretty cool that your grandmother started and once she once she found sobriety, was able to help other people. Yeah, it's I mean, it was just like became her absolute passion. She I mean, her life was just ravaged. And it's interesting because my mom has the same experience with her mom growing up with her mom um, being an alcoholic as well. And so just understanding um, just how that really can destroy families and how redemptive it is when people are able to really find um, the support that they need to lead a sober life and um yeah, so she identified just a lot of ways that or reasons why, you know, people weren't able to stay sober and she wanted to be a part of um, kind of fixing that and, and really helping people. So, so that was That's how it awesome. all started. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I am afraid. So good. So you, so um, your grandmother passes, your family takes over the business Mm-hmm. you're you're working in the business and uh, you you get introduced to EOS let's talk about yeah. why 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 consider it what were some of the things that were going on and what really sure. brought you guys to that yeah yeah so um I was there for about 16 years total and I think about nine years into my time there is when uh my dad had gone to a conference and he was our CEO and um in EOS speak he's our visionary at the time and like any good visionary does they go out and bring in new ideas and so he he had heard about EOS and brought this to the team and we're kind of all like okay you know eye rolls like there's another new thing that you know yeah we'll see we'll see if it catches and um but anyways, so he brought in an implementer and really we started to gain understanding on what, what it all meant and why we needed this in our organization. But one of the things was um, my dad started succession planning very early, um, at least 10 years prior to when he wanted to exit the business. And um I mean, he did this because this was a legacy thing for him. I mean, my grandma started the company. There was no way he wanted it to just kind of crumble once he passed it on. And so Mm -hmm. he worked really hard to make sure that he could pass it on well. And so EOS was just one of the pieces of that strategy. And um, 
the way that we would say it is really we had to take what was tribal knowledge and make it into you know transferable knowledge there was so much that was not documented and um you know we weren't doing things with much of a method it was just kind of like recreate the wheel all the time you know Mm -hmm. and it wasn't something that was scalable or sustainable necessarily um and so he saw that and he knew that was something that we needed to work on and then um another thing was in minnesota around that time the governor had mandated that um ending homelessness in minnesota Mm -hmm. and so there were a lot of funds um being poured into this mandate to end homelessness. Um, but the the state and the counties were just needing providers that would serve this population. Um, and so for us, we're like, we see that there's really great need here and we wanna be an answer to that. And so um, the dream was at that time, right about the time that we started implementing that we were gonna double our organization within 10 years. So at that time, um, we were about 6 million in revenue uh, and about 50 team members, which was still Mm -hmm. pretty healthy and strong for a human services organization, but we knew that we could do more. So that was kind of the reasoning and the impetus of of all of it. Yeah. So your your father, the CEO, wanted to make sure that the succession plan 10 years ahead, which I get to commend them mm-hmm. for doing that. Yes. That's very rare that someone takes that time uh, mm-hmm. that far ahead to really think about it and, and, and do something like EOS to, to ensure that, as you said, tribal knowledge becomes transferable knowledge that will help the business mm-hmm. to endure beyond this generation. Yeah. Um, and and that's, that's really cool. So, as you were starting down the road with EOS and the family business, what were some of the things you learned? Oh gosh, we learned so much. It was like getting the business degree that I never got. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, a huge aspect of it because we're in a people industry, a service industry. And so um, people truly are greatest asset. Uh, in an organization like that but managing people is so tough and understanding how to really develop them and you know most of our team were kids that were like this is their first job out of college right Um, and so they're learning how to really um, just kind of basic job skills and we're trying to Mm -hmm. develop them up and um, so just how to do all of that, how to really build a strong and healthy culture, um, how to really engage people and kind of get them from just thinking like an employee to thinking like an owner, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. That was one of the greatest things that we learned was how to successfully really build our team um, in in a strong way. Well, yeah, and like you said, if a lot of your people working there were young, you mm-hmm. weren't bringing people in that had established work history that kind of knew how things happened in this industry and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So as a family business and coming up, like, I mean, honestly, most smaller businesses like this, uh, this size, 
you don't have a ton of documentation. You don't have a ton of, uh, of, mm -hmm. of measures for someone or, or well-written job descriptions or even any mm -hmm. at all. At yeah. most. So, so I'm oh, sure absolutely. that, so I'm sure that it was hard for you at that point too, to hire people and train them well and keep the, mm -hmm. keep the best people because it wasn't laid out well enough. No, training was like throwing you into the deep end and you'll figure it out as you go, right? Like there yeah. were a lot of people that were part of the organization that had stories like that of that's the way their training went before we really kind of buckled down and worked on how to, you know, document these core processes like onboarding a new new team member and um so yes, there was a lot that we that we did in in solidifying our processes. And and one thing too was, um, you know, as human services, we weren't we weren't able to be competitive when it comes to p highly paying people, um, yeah. and you know, competing with other industries. So they want to come and work and do really difficult work here for less money than they can probably get working at a grocery store sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and so we really had to figure out like, how do we draw people in? How do we engage them and retain them um, beyond just being able to pay top dollar? Um, and so a huge part of it was, again, kind of back to um, just building up that culture and um, yeah, finding ways to really add value to people's lives beyond just the paycheck that we were giving them. Yeah, that's huge. That's that's mm -hmm. huge, and it's and it's challenging because, like you said, in the human services business, it's not something where you can pay, you know, Silicon Valley tech tech prices to everybody. So you really have to figure yeah. out how to how to how to show people what we're really doing beyond the dollars that make it fulfilling and mm -hmm. help them achieve their life goals through that. Yeah. Ah, so cool, so cool. I'd never thought about how that the challenge of that many younger people in your workforce, it had to be really, really tough because you were probably at that point hiring a lot of people and only a few could stay because of either for training or they didn't feel a part of it or they didn't really understand because, you know, EOS starts with mission, vision, values. And, mm -hmm. and if you don't feel that, you have to you know, that feeling part that you get from the mission, vision and values to really understand what the company stands for. Mm -hmm. uh, people leave. Nice oh, absolutely. Right? And I mean, it seems obvious, like, oh, when you're working in human services, like you're helping people, you're you're really serving. And and so it seems obvious, like, oh, well, that's why people are there. Right. But when when you're working um, and doing really tough work, like day in, day out, like they were, yeah. you had to be so intentional, continually reminding them, this is why we're here. This is the impact that you're making because, you know, they don't necessarily see it every day. Sometimes they're mm -hmm. just getting yelled at by clients and the clients aren't happy and it doesn't feel like, you know, they're making any positive impact. And that's, that's real life, right? That's yeah. working yeah. with people. Um, and so, I mean, that was one thing that EOS just really taught us is like how to continually draw the team back in and just be reminding them and talking to them about 
the vision and the mission and the impact that we're having and um, just encouraging them and recognizing them. Like these are things that when you're getting so busy running your business and trying to manage everything, um, we all know we should be doing them, but we really, those are some of the first things that we we lose sight of yeah. in the whirlwind of managing the business. And so that was a, a huge, huge game um, changer for us in really building up our culture is, is just following that cadence and having that system for building up yeah. our team. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty incredible. So when, what do you think? I mean, cause there's a, there's a lot of work. There's, there's a lot of work to us. So this is don't, this don't just sugarcoat it. There's a lot of work to do in implementing EOS in, in a company. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the toughest part for you guys in the business? So the toughest part truly was kind of the family dynamics um, within the business. And we're, we're a really healthy family. (laughs) I'll just say that. Like we're not super dysfunctional. Sometimes when you talk about family business, people are like, oof, yeah, I know how that is. And it was like, no, we weren't, we weren't yelling at each other. It wasn't, it wasn't highly dysfunctional, but it still is really tough. Um, working with family. So right off the bat, one of the really difficult things that we went through um, is that, you know, part of the, the implementation process with EOS is to go over your accountability chart, which is basically your org chart, really figuring mm-hmm. out like um, not what are the current seats or roles that we have in the organization, but what are the seats or roles that we really should have strategically that serves the organization and is going to put us on a path to grow. Um, And so the exercise that you go through is basically like, hey, we're all in this room. We're going to create the accountability chart. You're all now fired from your jobs. Okay. You're, You're board of directors. You no longer are the CEO. You're no longer the president. Like you don't have jobs. We're going to create an accountability chart that serves the company, not you people in this room. And so we're like, okay. So we go about starting to build it. Um, My husband was in the room. He was a part of the leadership team at the beginning of the day. Um, But then his role was still in the company, but no longer a part of the leadership team. We really realized it didn't really make sense for him to be on the team Um, and then my mom's seat, um, she actually didn't really want, uh, and I wanted it. And we kind of had a little bit of a, a bake off of like, who is the right person for this seat? Um, we had another, uh, we had two other people that weren't part of the family, but close family friends that worked with us. They were both kind of business development. And it was like, well, we don't need two. So one of you has gone. So there were some major changes being made to roles, to our leadership team. Um, We ended the day and my husband, my mom, and my previous youth pastor, who's, you know, part of our company are no longer part of the leadership team. And it was like, wow, 
things just got really real. But the thing was, is my mom, bless her so much. She's always supportive and just supporting my dad and whatever they're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she started as HR because that was a need and just kind of continued in there and grew along with the role. But eventually, I mean, it was like, that wasn't where her heart was. Mm -hmm. She was really wanting to be home, actually watching the grandkids. And it's like, so often those things happen where maybe an organization outgrows someone or, you know, we just have someone on the team because they were married to another person on the team. Um, And it was, it's so tough to have those conversations when we're all family members sitting across the table from us and having an implementer there to help facilitate, kind of make it a safe, you know, just safe environment and help move us through that conversation in a really healthy way, respectful way, but like kind of have to carry some of that burden of like asking the really tough questions and pushing where she saw like, okay, seems like, seems like someone's not saying something here, you know, like let's, let's get that last 10% out on the table. Um, we wouldn't have had those conversations without her there. And it obviously is what served the company and what was needed. So. Wow. That's incredible. I am so glad you shared that because, you know, when, when you think about it and you go through accountability and, and building out the company accountability, like you said, everyone's fired. We're starting over and we're going to make it, make it new and what the company needs, what serves mm-hmm. the company uh your your story of how it changed the dynamics in your company is very powerful because it was it was family members yeah and, and uh and not not having a role and then some not having a role in the leadership team after the meeting's over is, mm-hmm. is even more powerful so mm-hmm. wow so do you think once you did that right there's the 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 challenges of going through that and obviously it was not obviously it'd be it was good for the business we'll explain that later but um mm-hmm. do you think it was easier than not right away but a week two weeks three weeks later did things make more sense because of this new accountability and how people were were and what they were doing absolutely yes yeah. And so I think about what the alternative would have been and it would it probably would have gotten a lot more painful before we would have been willing to have those conversations. Yeah. Um and so I mean especially we're Minnesotans like we're Minnesota nice like <laughs> we we're known to be very passive and so it's like human nature or Minnesotans like we'd rather just go through months and months of discomfort and pain and like everyone knows this isn't working (laughs) before we talk about it you know and it's that makes no sense um and that's that's why it's so helpful to have someone really guiding you through the process and um holding you accountable to the process Mm -hmm. into having the right conversations um, but yes, absolutely. It it um, 
like I took over my mom's role and completely flourished and, and built that up. And she was so happy. She actually had an interior design degree and kind of moved into the facilities role and mm-hmm. doing just that, what she loved. And um, it was absolutely the right move on, on every part. And everyone saw that. It took a little while for the mm-hmm. emotions to yeah. resolve, but everyone saw that. When I think about it being in other family businesses is that that is, I mean, it's common. It's common. Somebody's somebody's child just gets out of business school. Well, they're going to be part of the business in this role, even mm-hmm. if the business doesn't really need it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're not suited for a role, but they're mm-hmm. they're put in that role. And um, mm-hmm. this really helps you align that with the you, you go back again, though. You go back again to your father's desire to make this business something's going to last far beyond his generation and the the forethought and the wisdom in that knowing that was going to be challenging did Mm -hmm. you think okay first of all do you think he knew it was going to be this challenging uh i don't think he necessarily expected that no No, because I think you're when when you're looking at EOS at at the start, I think you're thinking like we're gonna get some really good systems in, yeah, and processes in, and that all is absolutely true, absolutely. Um, but what is every entrepreneur's biggest issue? It's people. Mm -hmm. Like, I I mean, everyone we talk to, it's like it's either getting the right people on the bus or managing people, like. People are our greatest um, asset, like within any organization, but they're yes. also usually the, the greatest challenge. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the thing that was probably, well, by far most challenging um, within the implementation process. And it wasn't just with our leadership team and, you know, those hard conversations we had. And we ended up having quite a bit of turnover. Mm-hmm. due to the EOS implementation. I mean, it wasn't like people weren't citing that and saying it, but we knew, you know, because we were shifting, we were changing, we were still the same company. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of a sudden they're like, wait, I don't like being held accountable. This, no, no this is a, this is a part, this is a part that, that a, a lot of business owners, <clears throat> excuse me, struggle with in the first place because they themselves don't like that pressure of being held accountable, but mm-hmm. the benefits of it are, are so huge as your organization grows because not everybody even knows what success looks like to them on a daily basis. So, so my, yeah. my idea might be, I have to do this level of output and the comp and, and then I, the company might really need me to do this level of output just to be mm-hmm. baseline. Mm-hmm. And, and if you come back and this is happening and happens normally happens in businesses that don't have that. Now you come back and this person thinks they're, they're working really hard. They've been doing this for a lot of years. They're, mm-hmm. they're you know, they could be happy, everything else. And the company needs this. And that doesn't, that doesn't fly all the time with the people. No, no, it doesn't. And it's really, really tough because yeah. um, some of those are like your longstanding. Yes employees that that have really grown with the company but 
Um, you know, one thing that is just like core to EOS is having a growth mindset. And the whole system is built off of that. And the whole system mm -hmm. is intended to help organizations continue to grow. And yeah. so that's one thing that, um, you know, as you're implementing and as you're really bringing your whole organization online with the system, um, those individuals who are not growth oriented, they don't have that growth mindset. Um, they're likely not going to come along for the ride. Mm -hmm. And I think that's essentially what happens with, you know, yes. with some people they're, they're there and they cut it for a while, but the job, the job grows and um, they're not growing along with it. And we have to be honest, like that's holding our organization back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to create a culture that's going to engage and retain and provide great careers for the people that are there and develop a culture where we're really, we are trying to grow. We're trying to be better, better every minute of every day together. Mm -hmm. Those people don't fit in that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And the other thing, and it's funny because I had this very conversation early this morning with a, with a CEO. Um, it's when you get to a certain point, cause you guys were at 50 employees at that time. You, you just can't, keep adding people in this tribal knowledge it doesn't work anymore it's not you and me in mm -hmm. in a car or driving around it's four or five of us anymore it's enough people that you can have people that absolutely do not know what they're doing and doing mm -hmm. things wrong and not only wrong but a lot of things not nearly enough wrong you know mm -hmm. and, and or just think of the the possibilities and it only compounds as you add more people to that so yeah. The, the EOS system by the accountability and down into the position or the, the roles mm -hmm. is, is so critical because then Damon knows at the end of the day, if Damon was, if Damon's the janitor and Damon ends, and I, I use this example because it's simple for me. I, if I'm supposed to be emptying 12 crash cans every day and mm -hmm. sweeping these rooms every day, and that's all I need mm -hmm. to know. If mm -hmm. I do that, I go home and I've done my job. Yep. Yes. And so it's great. And yeah. that's what like, you know, holding people accountable, there's, there's a lot of people that feel uncomfortable with it, because it doesn't feel kind. Yeah. And what we try to tell people is like, no, that is the kindest thing you can do. Yes. Kind is being clear for yes. people to understand where, you know, where they they um where they're at in the organization like are they doing a good job it's it's interesting like so many people um live in fear in their mm -hmm. job they feel like at any point they might be called to the office and let go um because there's so much ambiguity about like am i doing my job well am i meeting expectations and I really honestly cannot believe how many organizations that, you know, we talk to that don't have a clear people management system. And it's like, if you think about that, that's not kind to, to allow your uh -huh. people to live in this, this fear of like, how am I doing? And when might I lose my job? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and it, so, 
you said it so well. I so I say you said it so well. Being clear is kind because mm-hmm. when you know that you went home, you said living in fear too, living in fear of of not meeting expectations, being called in that office, being let go. But if I know that I'm supposed to do this every day and I do it every day, I'm meeting expectations. I know that. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to tell me. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that and and like you said, it eliminates that fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so cool. I mean, your team has so much more security. And then, you know, when you were talking too, it's like um, so many people like they're not they want to grow. They want to be improving, you know, the customer experience or whatever it is. They throw more people at problems. But like you were saying, like if you have a bunch of people that aren't quite doing their job or know what's expected of them and then we're just adding and compounding that issue with more people, like we're not solving the issue. And so that's what I love about EOS is like, there's really um, this equal focus on like people and process. Like process is absolutely needed to get what we need to get out of our people, but people are still like the most valuable aspect of our organization and so there's this really healthy balance of both things yeah yeah that's 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 so true because the process gives us consistency and the and the people following the process with the training and and the the accountability and all the things that eos provides a system behind it allows them to do the job really well yep because yeah. it facilitates that. Yeah. So let's we're gonna we're gonna talk just for a moment, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk about today. But okay. so you implement EOS, and you're working down the process, and and things get humming. So mm-hmm. what happened with the company after you guys implemented EOS, and you started on down the road, and and really seeing the benefits of it? Well, so it took us about two years to go through the implementation process. Um, mm-hmm. and we, so we had that goal of doubling the organization in 10 years and we ended up achieving that in less than five years. Um, and so we were just like blown away at ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we, we, um, we ended that goal at, you know, 12 million and about 170 team members in less than five years. And, um, we we really were able to grow and scale at that point. So when we started implementing EOS, we had maybe about, I'm trying to think, it was either, it was five or six locations um, serving our clients in the mm-hmm. communities in St. Paul, Minneapolis. And um, we were up to about 13 by the time that we we hit that goal. And so um, there were so many ways that we grew and um, I don't know, we were just blown away, honestly. And it would just, it became fun. You talk about like, man, it's uncomfortable. Like I don't love being held accountable. And like uh, most of us, it, it is uncomfortable at points, but when everybody is just really upping their game and it's like, well, I'm being held accountable, but everyone else is too. And so I'm now a part of this team where like, we're all killing it. 
like we're kicking butt and like this is a team where we have amazing synergy um because we're all really well aligned with the roles that we're in because we didn't just get the role because we're a family member we got it because that is our true strength um and unique ability in this company like we um we just started having so much fun and one of the times that we're fast forwarding now but one of the times we really saw that play out was during covid um covid hits and we're in human services where it's like we're serving people literally in person you know we we can't shut down like we have to keep going and there's Mm -hmm. all this guidance coming out sometimes on a daily basis changing on a daily basis, all the PPE that we had to be wearing or procedures to do. I mean, it was incredibly overwhelming. We had team members that were afraid, like, what's going to happen if I go to work? And what mm-hmm. if I get COVID and, and all of that? And um, so it was, it was a scary time and it was a really difficult time to lead. Um, but we had this team that was just like, we said over and over, it's like, a dream team if if you have to unfortunately navigate this level of challenge within our industry like I would not want to do it with anyone else and the only reason we had built a team like that is because we had truly like gone through this accountability chart Mm -hmm. exercise and got the right people um in the right seats and then um continue developing the team in a big way that's so awesome. That's so awesome. Wow. If that's not a powerful example of what getting the right people and the right things together will do, I don't, I don't know what is. Um, so you're, you're here, we're, we're through this and you go, okay, it's time for, for, I, I'm ready to be an EOS implementer. I think there's, what, what was the decision that really said, Hey, I want to do this. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to make a really long story short, <laughs> um, but I was a part of the succession team for my family business and I was all in. And then my life took a giant turn. Um, my husband actually passed away and this was five years ago now. Um, I stayed at the company for a while, but I just felt my life shifting and mm-hmm. I was like, everything that I assumed was going to happen in my future and that the future that I was going to build and we were going to build together, that's, that's kind of poof gone. Uh Um, And so I was just kind of really open, like what's next. Um, And so I ended up meeting my husband now, Jeff, and he actually, um, his wife had passed away too. So both widows and um, we got married um, almost three years ago. And so I was still at the family business. He was leading a church in Minnesota and we got married and he assured my family, like, I'm not stealing Allie from the business. Like she's going to stay there. I'm going to do my thing. It's all good. Um, And then he was talking to me about, you know, challenges that they were having at the church. And I was like, you really need to read the book Traction. Just like you need this Um, because I knew I'm like, we've been through all of this. I know the answer. So just read it. Um, And he did. And he was like, where has this been for the last 10 years? Oh my word. 
Um, and I, he actually ended up stealing me from the family business. And I came to work at the church and kind of did a self-implementation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so that's kind of where he first encountered EOS. And then it was funny one day we were in the car and we we're like, okay, we have seven kids and like only, you know, it was a small team at the church, only six employees there. If we know that we need like the EOS system at church, but we actually have more kids than we do team members, like why do we not think we need this at home, right? And so we just went all in. We were like, we run our lives on EOS. I mean, Jeff and I literally have like a level 10 meeting every Monday morning. Just the Oh, nice. It truly works in in all industries and aspects of life, let me tell you. But so um, then kind of next step of us building our family, um, really blending together and looking at what's next for for us together, we ended up moving out to Salt Lake. And so that was um, a bit of a fresh start career change. And we asked Mm -hmm. ourselves, like, what do we want to do? And truly, like, our hearts are are to serve and really encourage people and and help them do what they've been put on this earth to do um more successfully and so that was just the thing where like obviously eos is the way to do that um so i became um a professional eos implementer he's the biggest eos super fan you'll ever meet (laughs) we both drank the orange kool-aid we love it. So that's kind of how that all came about. Yeah. Well, and like, like I said, and like in the title, I mean, you, you've, um, you've seen EOS from both sides. And mm-hmm. like you said, in your family business, it made such a big difference in, in the church, it made a big difference. And now in your family too, mm-hmm. in your family, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Uh, yeah. And then, and then just deciding to go all in and help others do it out of yeah. that desire to serve. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. So, wow, Allie, it's, it's, it's awesome. We're, we're getting to the point to where we need to wind down. So I've got a couple, couple questions yet, but uh, yeah. what's, what's the most fun about helping people implement EOS? Um, I think honestly, it is so one thing that we've just noticed talking to so many entrepreneurs Um. I think they're like heroes. <laughs> I love them. They do just being an entrepreneur is, is a really hard road. Um, yeah. It's a ton of risk that you're taking on. It's, it's a giant struggle when you're just starting out. Um, and one thing that we've seen is just that people feel so like isolated at times and just like heavy and like they're carrying a large weight. And so one of the things that like, I think is most fun is just seeing that relief that people get when they're like, oh my gosh, we can solve that. Like, I don't have to carry all of that. I don't have to do this alone. Mm -hmm. Um, You have a solution for this thing, you know, just the relief. so that's that's kind of what like keeps us moving is just um again being able to encourage people and really serve them and help them do what they do best um and yeah that's what's most fun for us 
Yeah. You and you and Jeff were on a, a podcast uh, here a while back and, and you said you they you're showing them how to live while they're still in their business because mm -hmm. so many people yeah. are just tied to their business and it, it mm -hmm. rules their day. I think mm -hmm. that's a good way of explaining what EOS will help people to do. And I'm Absolutely. sure that, that, that feeling when they, when they, when they can take a vacation, mm -hmm. they don't feel like they don't, you know, the, the guilt, the, the numerous phone calls and text messages and emails don't, you know, keep them up. So they don't have a vacation is, is a good feeling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's important. Like that's, that's why entrepreneurs do what they do. Right. To like, have control over their lives and to build a certain quality of life and um, to have that like independence and autonomy. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what a lot of people lose in the process. And it's like, well, let, let us help you get that back. Or if you never had it, let us help you get it, um, get it. before you just want to throw your hands up and be like, I'm done. I'm out. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's so great. It's so great. Yeah. What we always say when we're talking with people and we're like, okay, you know, we we're scaling our business. So it's like, listen, you got in this business because you wanted to, A, you probably thought you could make more money. B, you wanted more freedom and mm -hmm. C, you probably wanted to make a bigger impact. And yeah. you're not really able to do much of that right now, mm -hmm. uh, like you wanted. And it's yeah. great how how people like yourself are helping with implementing EOS and and helping these these entrepreneurs really figure out ways to take their life back. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Allie, thanks so much for being here today. If people want to get a hold of you now, you guys are in the Salt Lake City area. What's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Honestly, okay, I'm gonna I'm just. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram, but that is not the best way. I'm not like, I am an analog girl in a digital world, right? So you can <laughs> you email go. me, you can email me. I love to have a conversation with people and just bring it. Um, Very good. Bring Yes. Very good. All right. Well, Allie, thanks so much for being here today. And we were talking about, the entrepreneurial operating system, both sides, you shared how you implemented your family business, how you helped your husband implement it in his church. You guys have implemented it in your family and now you're helping other business owners and entrepreneurs do it. Thanks so much for being here today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, everyone else that was listening, Andiola, thanks for dropping in and having the, the comment. Everyone else that was listening and didn't comment, we appreciate you being there, listening in the cars, working out, whatever you're doing. Have a great rest of your week and we'll be back again. Allie, hang out just for a moment and we'll wrap up after we're done.